0: Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Law & Ethics Podcast. I'm here today with myself, Randy, as well as Mackenzie, Emily, and Absar. And today we're just going to be going over some subjects in regards to advertising. Um, more specifically, the subjects we'll be covering are advertising to children, uh, natural health proc advertisement, and the drug advertising industry. Um, today I'd like to start off just to give you a quick understanding basically I'm just gonna be going over how we're supposed to advertise to children in Canada advertising children is one of the highest-held standards in the world Um, it is reviewed and looked at by many other countries as a standard of the way that advertisement should be done and we use a very cool three-part system which I'll be covering very much in depth uh, in order to give you guys a little bit of a better understanding of that and I'm gonna pass it over to Emily who's gonna just give you a little bit of an introduction into her topic
1: I'm going to be talking about advertising drugs I'm going to touch base on first what a new marketer should know about drugs and what they are as well as the rules and regulations on advertising drugs to the public when advertising drugs to the public you have to be aware of the rules and regulations because you do not want to get in trouble if you do get in trouble there are many consequences that you can face because of this offense and I will also be discussing these consequences Some of the laws that a new marketer must be aware of are the packaging and labeling laws, Vanessa's law, and health claims and benefits that must be on each individual product. We will talk further in depth about these rules and regulations, as well as laying out the consequences later in the podcast.
2: Hello, uh, I'm Avsar. I'll be speaking about my ideas on the ethics of marketing and advertising uh, natural health products. Uh, In this podcast, I'm basically going to be stating how Health Canada has such a great rep but ultimately, a fake one. So we'll be diving deep into the obligations of a marketer caught within this web. Enjoy.
3: Hi there, my name is Mackenzie Adams, and the topic that I have researched is natural health products. My position related to this topic is all about how to advertise a natural health product, and the process associated to getting these products approved by Health Canada. In my portfolio and podcast. I break down each theme. Some of the themes I will be discussing are how to get approved by Health Canada for the product to be sold to the consumer, how to advertise these products, guidelines that need to be met. Additionally, I will be explaining that ingredients needed to be in a natural health product to in fact deem it is natural. Over the course of the portfolio, tons of information will be given on how to advertise these products. This will allow a new marketer to gain experience and insight on how to advertise and market for these products.
0: All right, guys. So I'm just going to go over a little bit more depth, uh, with specifically regarding to, to the child advertising. So there's just some key points that to, to keep in mind. So in a general sense, uh, a, a child is considered anybody under the age of 13. So when we're advertising to children, it's very important that we're using proper language. You know, we're not we're not giving the wrong idea, putting uh, using bad words that that children may repeat. Um, another important part is to make sure that none no part of the advertisement promotes uh, the child that to do any harm to themselves or to anybody else or there's not nothing really used that is gonna make them you know feel in a bad way or persuade them to do something uh, that just wouldn't be considered right um, it's very important to keep in mind as well that when any personal information is being collected from children that it is at an absolute minimum it's it's not fair to be asking them a, a lot of questions a lot of personal questions you know the information that can be collected from children must be basically you know considered to be you know at, at a minimum you know the basics you know maybe age and name things like that but you know we can't go super into depth in that way and any f- information that is collected on uh, children can only be used for children advertising purposes cannot be sold to a third party um, this data can't be you know used in any other way than it's it's directed to, to be used for um, and then another thing as well as if there's a contest or a sweepstake taking place that that uh, first and foremost there has to be parent consent and in this in this in the in the possibility that your child wins, Uh, once again, that these conversations that would be had would also be with a parent or guardian, you know, the, the, the reward wouldn't be paid out to the child. So it's very important that, you know, there is consent involved and that the parents are involved in that way so basically in canada we use a three-part system that consists of you know ad standards canada a broadcast code for advertising to children and the children's advertising industry as a whole so basically the industry as a whole just has the expectation to you know have the responsibility to report anything that essentially doesn't look right you know and as a whole if the industry holds themselves to the right standard you know the the companies and and the people involved are going to be holding everybody accountable for the advertisements that are being put out. When it comes to the broadcasting code for advertising to children basically what is used is a pre-clearance system so at this point before an advertisement is released it will be it will be reviewed to make sure that it meets some some basic criteria. So the first part about it is no advertisement Um, can be aired and and be last more than 12 minutes per hour on any children's programming all the contents of the advertisement must be factual so it can't be misrepresented or you know uh, in any way skew the mind of the the viewer which is the child Um, and, and all the contents also must be child oriented so it cannot be in any way directed towards an adult it must be a child oriented commercial the the commercial cannot air more than once every 30 minutes and all information within the commercial regarding pricing and purchasing must be accurate if there's a you know for example if you know you're buying a product that has some sort of add-on it must be clear that that add-on is a secondary purchase that does not come with the product there can be no confusion in this sense another very important part about it is that the values represented in the advertisement have to be consistent with Canadian values as well so we can't be teaching you know children to have you know you know bad values maybe hurting people things like that. You know The values must be consistent with the way we hold you know, everybody accountable for. Um, another very important part is the safety and performance of the product. You know, if there is any guarantee set out, the ad can actually be asked to prove any statements that they make about its performance or its level of safety and lastly if there are any characters being used these characters cannot be well-known characters to children a commercial or a company can use basically a character that is generated or an actor but the actors can't be from you know maybe their favorite TV show or you know same thing if it's an animated character it can't can't be something that's gonna skew you know a child to to buy into something more for the wrong reason because you know at that age you know they're much more susceptible to being tricked and you know we're just not gonna allow that to happen because that's unfair um and and we should all be able to understand that so the second part about it is the ad standards so ad standards just is a, is an overview of basically what is allowed to be used in advertisement in general in canada so all of the clauses must be met and you cannot be in violation of any of the, any of them uh, and there are Repercussions for these things. So, ad standards is uh, used after the fact. So, what happens is, if anybody notices that something isn't right within an advertisement, whether that be a company or you know you as the individual, you have the right to report this. And only one, it only requires one report to actually um, begin the process of having it reviewed. So, if under the understanding that you know a report was made and an advertisement you know is claimed to be violating one of the clauses. If a clause is deemed to have been violated, then Ad Standards Canada will reach out to the company and let them know that the ad needs to be changed or removed from its airtime, essentially just to to stay consistent and make sure that no one is, is getting treated unfair. So there is a certain time frame that there is an expected response, and basically if you know if the in within that time frame if the company does not respond then the ad will just be removed if they do answer they have the right to appeal the claim so give their point of view but at the end if as standards does deem it to be uh, in violation there will be needed to be changes or a removal of that advertisement okay well thank you very much for your time guys and now i will be passing it over to emily who will be talking to a little bit more about her topic with you guys
1: Advertising drugs to consumers can be a very tricky practice and there are many rules and regulations that one must understand and follow to ensure that they are doing it correctly and properly to avoid consequences and penalties. If you are wondering what is considered a drug, it is any substance or mixture of substances manufactured, sold or represented for use in the diagnosis, treatment, mitigation or prevention of a disease, disorder or abnormal physical state or its symptoms therefore for restoring, correcting, or modifying organic functions. A new marketer should be aware of this definition and understand it. Today I'm going to be discussing both the rules and regulations and the consequences of advertising drugs to the public. A new marketer should make themselves aware of first what a drug is and understand the two different types of drugs. The two different types of drugs are prescription and non-prescription drugs. The rules are the same for both of these types of drugs, as they both need to be marketed properly to the consumer and must not contain any false or misleading information. All drug regulations in Canada are regulated by Health Canada and the Canadian Code of Advertising Standards. First, the drug has to be approved by Health Canada on their name, packaging and health claims, as well as all drugs, whether prescription or non-prescription, must have all health claims and any side effects of taking the drug on the package to be compliant with the rules and regulations. These drugs also have to have the dosage per person of how much they should take. Advertisers can look at the Canadian Code of Advertising Standards to see what they can and cannot advertise when making an advertisement for the drug. They cannot promote that the product will make you feel 100% better or put false or misleading claims on the box or advertisements they are making they also cannot have a name that will make you think that it will make you feel better as well. New marketers should make themselves aware of Vanessa's Law, as this law enforces the rules of putting all the side effects and health claims on the box. If this law is not followed, a company can be fined up to $5,000 to $5 million a day, depending on the severity of the claim. Companies can even be sent to court to see if more substantial punishment is necessary in order to punish the company for the false advertising. This law also gets recalled items off the shelves and makes consumers aware of what is wrong with the product that they may have been consuming. In the end, a new marketer needs to be aware of the rules and regulations to make sure that they are not going to get in trouble when beginning to put their drug up for advertising.
0: All right, guys, now we're going to be passing it over to Mackenzie. She's going to talk, talk to you a little bit more about her topic.
3: Natural health products consist of two components. Those include a substance component and a function component. The substance component relates to the homopathies, which is viewed as a natural medicine. In order to be classified a natural health product, it must contain one of the following components. Plant or plant material... Biotin, folic acid, niacin, pantheothenic acid, vitamins A, B1, B2, B6, B12, C, D, E, K1 or K2, amino acid, essential fatty acid, mineral, or a probiotic. Following that, the next component involved in the production of natural health products is the function component. These products are not made to diagnose, treat, or prevent a medical condition. Rather, it is used for resorting and correcting organic functions in humans. In order to be sold in Canada, these products must be regulated and meet the standards of natural health products. Therefore, they must receive a natural product number or a homeopathic medicine number, which is eight digits long and it ensures that the product has been revised, and made official by Health Canada. That number must be placed on a label and visible for the consumer. After the process of getting a natural product number or homopathic number, medicine number, these products must contain accurate ingredients, provide evidence of safety, and have a reporting system for cases of adverse reactions. Generally, these products go through clinical trials to demonstrate if the product is in fact deemed safe. Also, it is necessary that good manufacturing practices are met. With natural health products, free samples cannot be given to the public, however, can be given to healthcare professionals and it is up to their discretion if they want to provide the products to their patients. All natural health products must comply with the regulatory guidelines and the Canadian Code of Advertising Standards. They must avoid misleading and false claims. Opinions must be credible and display the health benefits and risks are clearly stated. Additionally, it must state the therapeutic levels and usage and comparative advertising is allowed, however guidelines have been provided from Health Canada. As I said before, natural health products cannot be a substitute for any medication regarding treatment or cure of a disease. With regards to advertisements, natural health products require pre-screening and Health Canada recommends that marketers use the services of Advertising Standards Canada or Extreme Reach Toronto.
0: And lastly, we're going to go over to Absar. He's going to go and elaborate a little bit more on who's talked about and go a little bit more in depth on specifically on Health Canada.
2: Hello, my name is Absar Seed. In this podcast I will be sharing my thoughts and opinions on the ethics of marketing natural health products. Uh, I believe that one must be fully educated and informed of the products that they will be advertising. There is a lot of misinformation out there and promoting products that lack testing is not ethical in my eyes. So uh, natural health products need product licenses in order to put on shelves and be marketed. Obviously this is due to safety so that not just anyone can sell a remedy. Health Canada needs to go through their procedures and approve products and give them the okay uh, to sell and put on to shelves. It is a sign of legitimacy and trust that consumers look out for and heavily depend on. People perceive uh, Health Canada to have a sort of uh, high standard, but uh, Erica Johnson of CBC's Marketplace, a news journalism show, made it known that very little actually goes into the approval of Set products. She made a fake application and submitted photocopies of two pieces of ingredients, uh, definitions from old encyclopedias as her proof of safety, as her evidence, and with that she was uh, weeks later approved and given a DINHM, which is a homeopathic medicine number, which uh, basically allows her the legal okay to sell her product and put it on the shelves. even though it's completely fabricated, it's fake and no testing or anything went into it. Health Canada approved approved it regardless. That shows uh, shows how very little uh, health Canada really cares and just, just goes to show how little, how little legitimacy a product license actually holds. So today's consumers are more educated than ever. They are more informed than they have ever been. So when marketing uh, natural health products, be conscious of the fact that it is just pseudoscience and that there is no hard evidence for it and consumers are more likely than not to be aware of that. On top of that, Health Canada approves literally anything. So to rely on that to make a product look more credible will no longer hold. So as marketers, uh, we need to be aware of this when producing campaigns. Uh, Thank you for listening and
0: thank you all right well thank you very much for everybody who's been listening uh just to conclude off this podcast today we're just going to be kind of covering uh just some of the key points that you guys should have been paying attention to throughout the presentation and and then just summing everything up and wishing you guys a good day
1: advertising drugs is a hard topic to get right in the very beginning A new marketer must be sure to follow all of the rules and regulations that have been set out in the podcast in order to avoid the consequences of fines or being removed from the shelves. A suggestion that I would give to a new marketer when starting out would be to do as much research as possible to ensure that they will not get in trouble and that they are following all of the rules. As well as look at the package from a consumer's perspective and ask yourself, do I know all the information I would need to know to make an informed decision on whether or not to buy this product? If not, then you need to look at the label and the requirements and start to fix those things. In conclusion, it's not going to be easy for a new marketer to learn these things, but with a lot of research and patience, they can do it if they put their minds to it.
3: In conclusion, I hope that a new marketer can gain insight on what is needed to be done to be approved by Health Canada. In order for the products to get approved, it will need to go through a series of events For example, a clinical trial. Once that is completed, Health Canada will provide an eight-digit number that must be visible for the consumer to see. As stated, all natural health products must contain certain ingredients that deem it is natural. Overall, as a marketer, a series of events need to be followed to ensure that the guidelines are followed for advertising of natural health
2: products. Well, we're at the end of the podcast now, and I hope my segment brought some insight on the behind-the-scenes and shined a light on how marketing ethics are, were involved. I really hope you keep in mind, as an advertiser, to not depend solely on Health Canada to give your product legitimacy, and to be weary of the fact that consumers are more knowledgeable and are not to be underestimated. Thank you, and have fun advertising.
0: All right. Thanks so much for that fantastic information, Mackenzie, Emily, and Absar. I hope that you know this information was really helpful for everybody who's listening. And just to sum up a little bit more about child advertisement, you know, it's really nice that we have that three-tiered system. It's going to really help us ensure that you know the, all the advertisement that we're putting out there isn't in violation and isn't uh, you know really bothering anyone or putting the wrong thoughts in a child's mind. You know, it, it's great to know that you know the information has to be factual. It has to be child and oriented you know we we have to use proper pricing and purchasing information the values represented are are going to be proper and and the safety and performance of all all the products being sold must must come to a meet a standard and actually be held to that Um, so all of these things combined you know they're going to keep things safe for our children and and the best part about it is that we have the ability as the individual to report these things so feel free guys if you guys notice something's not right and you want it to be reviewed you know make that make that effort to you know make that report so that that advertisement can be changed or taken down all right well thank you for everybody who came out and listened to the law and ethics podcast i really hope you guys enjoyed it and i'd love to see you guys out here next week everybody have a great week and a great weekend